Indiana, the good old Hoosier State. And when you hear that, what is the very first thing that comes to mind? Is it the paranormal? No? Well, it really should be. And I'm here to tell you why. Welcome back. So I know I keep bringing this up, but the investigative team for Encounters with Darkness has expanded and we are chit-chatting all the time, trying to find new locations that we can go to and really have a thorough and awesome investigation that we can share with you all because the main key behind us recording and uploading these is to prove the existence in the paranormal, right? Well, we're all from Indiana, so hence the obsession with Haunted Indiana and why we try to find new, crazy, creepy, dangerous places to share with you because these are locations that we would love to get the chance to go to or have gone to. But also our mission is definitely to allow our viewers at home to feel as if you are investigating along with us because you kind of are. We rely a lot on viewers letting us know if they saw anything, if they caught anything. Are there some things that we do point out? Yes, of course, we get a little bit excited through the reviewing stages and when we catch something that's super, super big... Sometimes we'll want to share that and talk about it, but a lot of times we will just ask, you know, did you hear that? Unless it is very apparent, you know, several people who have reviewed the footage or recording all agree that yes, we're all hearing the same thing. So if it's obvious that we're all going to hear the same thing, we'll point out that we're all going to hear the same thing. So just pointing all of that out for why we do exactly what we do and why these haunted Indiana places are so cool. So, which brings us to this week's location. One of the members sent us this location and was like, oh my gosh, guys, I would love to go here. This place is in northern Indiana, so like around Indianapolis, I want to say, and is the Nicholson Rand House. I'm not sure if you have heard of this place or not. Probably not because this is a location that is not open, at least as of this recording, for paranormal investigations. And I have searched and searched the internet and cannot find anybody who has uploaded an investigation about this house. All I can find are stories. However, there is one super creepy image that is really what put this house on the paranormal map. To first understand the Nicholson Rand house, we need to look into who built this house. And that would be David Nicholson, who was born in Scotland and had the amazing profession of stonemason. In 1852, he decided to move to the United States of America, where he settled up in the Hoosier state. Quickly, Nicholson's trade allowed him a quite comfortable life. Um, but it wasn't one without misfortune. 
1870, Nicholson's wife passed away, and the same year was when the construction of his home began. Nicholson was remarried, uh, one would say rather quickly after the passing of his first wife, but even that marriage ended in divorce. For years, Nicholson continued to work on the house until he finally sold the property to an Allison C. Remy, who was the Marion County Commissioner for a three-year term. And this is the same Remy who built the Remy Hotel found in the downtown circle of Indianapolis. But when Remy first bought the home from David Nicholson, he was informed that the home was not quite in finished order just yet. But with everything else that Remy had going on, there was not a lot of time to really dive into finishing up the final touches on the home. But that didn't stop him from renting it out to tenants in the 1880s. After that, the history on the home and who owned it is a little bit muddy, and it doesn't stop getting muddy until 1903 when John Lindsay Rand and his wife acquired the house and property, and this home became their forever home. It wasn't until 1926, after the passing of John Lindsay Rand and his wife, when their daughter Florence inherited the property. At this time, Florence was married to Wyman Joe Beckett, who already owned a considerably large farm himself. So in the 1930s, the couple decided to rent out the inherited property to other tenants at least until the 1940s, when Florence and Wyman's son, Joe Rand Beckett, who was an attorney, moved into the house. And Joe stayed there until the late 1950s, to which he then decided to donate the property to the DePauw University. Now, once we fast forward to 1997, the house was set to be demolished. By this time, it had sat vacant for quite a while. And, well, let's just say the historical society didn't like that. So together, everybody who had something to say about this house, for whatever reason, decided that they would just move it. So they did. They moved the house, and that is when a very important picture was captured. You see, it's not every day that you see an entire house just getting scooped up off the ground and moved to a different location. So, of course, the reporters came out to do what they do best, report and take photos, and they captured something astonishing. In the second story window is an apparition of a little girl in a very pretty dress looking down at all of the commotion as the house is being taken down the street. Okay, so I am, oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this place. I have so many questions about this place. 
So first off, I cannot find any information pointing towards there being a death on this property, let alone in this house, or of a little girl passing away on this property. I can't find out anything bad happening to children at all on this property. So where where does the spirit of this little girl come into play? How did this house just suddenly become haunted? Was there any stories about this place before that photo surfaced on the internet and gained attention? So many, so many, so many questions. And I doubt, I am sad to report, but I doubt that we will ever find out any of these answers. From my research, it shows that the house came off of the market around 2019-2020 and I have no idea who bought the house or if they are open to the possibility of the paranormal. I did, however, send an email to the Historical Society of Marion County regarding the house and if they have any knowledge of who owns it, if they're open to paranormal investigations, or if they have any more information about the house at all. So, fingers crossed, they get back to us. But thank you all so much for listening. Until next week, stay creepy.